the rocket's red glare. The bombs bursting through air. A station wagon, a mesh of green and brown, tore down the asphalt road, the sun beating down on the desert, while in the distance, the rockets soared through the air towards the horizon. The driver, reminiscent of a female version of a Hunter Thompson nightmare on too much methylene, fidgeted in her seat as she turned the car's radio back and forth. An elderly woman fiddled with her tinfoil hat, reaching to fix the driver's after. The driver shook her off, still chewing on the filter of her cigarette. If you found this station... The radio hissed into static. The driver smashed her hand against the dashboard. The cats in the back seat meowed without cessation as they passed a cop car pulled into the side of the road. The police officer standing by her car, watching the rockets fly with an empty expression across her face. If you found this station, there is still hope. There's an unmarked exit up ahead. Will you stop that? The driver screamed at the woman, who threw her hands up in the air defensively. The driver blew out a puff of smoke in rage before swerving back onto the road. I'm trying to listen to the goddamn instructions. Is that how you speak to your mother? Mom, are you going to do this right now? Make sure your hat doesn't fall off. The hill crested. There was an exit just like the radio described, unmarked, barely even a dirt road. The driver turned onto the track without hesitation. Her mother's tinfoil hat fell off her head. She immediately started screaming, frantically looking for it. You have to stop the car. We can't stop. They'll be able to read our minds. It won't matter where we go. Hurry and find it then. I'm trying to listen to this. This is on repeat. You are the last hope for humanity. The bombs have already hit their targets. The retaliation is on its way. What about the path? Where do I go now? The road dropped from existence. Suddenly, they were in a tunnel. The driver and her mother screaming at the top of their lungs. Once you found the tunnel, keep going. As the static fades and the voices fill the speakers, the road you're traveling, the room you're sitting in, it'll start to twist and turn, becoming something beyond ordinary, something beyond this world. Join us as we travel beyond the stars, deep underground, or in the innermost depths of the human mind. You just tuned into the Radioverse. There was a loud rumble that shook the tunnel. Dust and debris started to rumble. Her mother found the tinfoil hat and put it on her head. 
breathing out an exasperated gasp of relief. Ha! I'd like to see them read my mind now. Is it just me? Or is this tunnel getting smaller? Drive faster! Mom, stop hitting me! Listen to me! For Christ's sake. You are the last. The chosen. The tunnel behind them was collapsing. Hellfire blasting through the cave. The driver sped up, faster and faster. 80, 90, 100 miles an hour. The car shook. The tires scrapped against the ever-enclosing wall. The road ended right ahead. The second the driver saw that, she slammed on the brakes. Are we dead? Unless hell is full of cats. Melissa looked up at the windshield, covered in a thin layer of dust. They heard a loud slam from behind them. A spotlight shone on them. Congratulations. The driver opened the door and stepped outside. They were in a sealed underground bunker, and the radio voice wasn't coming from inside the car, but outside it. Hello? Ride, Captain Ride, on your mystery ship. Where is everyone? The driver could barely see, blinded by the spotlight. She shielded her eyes as the cigarette dropped from her mouth. Automatically, the spotlight followed the driver wherever she walked, slowly going back into the car and pulling out her sunglasses. She kept watching the lights. Be amazed at the friends you have on your trip. That's where we came from. The driver knocked on the metal door. The loud ringing echo seemed to carry on forever. I don't think anyone else made it here. The driver took out another cigarette and lit it, inhaling slowly while taking in the sight. A large warehouse underground, like an army house, just with no army. On your way to a world that others might have missed. Could you shut that damn thing off? I love this song! God damn it! Bad enough we found the place! The cats started to climb out of the car, at least ten of them, piling into all corners of the warehouse. Ugh, I can finally take this off! The driver's mother hummed and took off her tinfoil cap before picking up one of the cats and starting to dance with it. The cat just went with it. The driver played with the radio, competing with the base's enormous speakers, static on every channel, except the mystery channel she found a week ago. The same one that said the world was going to end. The one that her friends laughed at her for listening to. The same one that told her mother to wear tinfoil to keep out the rays from the government so that they wouldn't be able to track their location. And now they were here alone, underground, a middle-aged woman and her mother, not to mention the 12 cats, maybe 13. She lost count. Why didn't I just die when I had the chance? Attention survivors, we interrupt the music to direct you to your quarters for debriefing. You are the last hope of America. Look! An electronic arrow blinked on the side of the wall, pointing to the left. The driver walked up a ramp and slowly followed it, looking back once to see her mother was content where she was. There was a narrow corridor that opened into a series of sealed rooms. This is far out. How many people are supposed to be here? These are the living quarters. Down the hall you'll find the chemistry lab, the entertainment sector, and the cryogenic chambers. Cryogenic? Do not disturb the sleepers. Your job is to maintain the facility until they wake up. You can hear me? I can. Where is everyone else? I chose you. Me? Didn't expect you to bring your mother. Can she hear any of this? I put on some music for her. She's rather busy with... Cats. I don't understand. What was the tinfoil hats for? To play on your paranoia. My paranoia? If it makes you feel any better, 
is nothing compared to hers. Thanks. What is all this? Well, uh, a few months ago, there was a misunderstanding at a peace summit. And I predicted it would end in an all-out nuclear war. We set in motion a plan to preserve the brightest minds, important leaders, and the elite for when the radioactivity above would be at a manageable level. I don't know who you think I am, but I'm not any of those things. Mm, let's see. Pizza delivery driver. Lives with her mother and her cats. Divorced. Should I go on? I get it. You targeted me. But why? There's only so much I can do. And where are you? I'm this facility. I'm artificial intelligence designed to keep the sleepers healthy and the function of the base operational. And I am? The help. Excuse me? I asked you for help at the beginning of our transmissions. You aren't necessary. I could empty the base oxygen's level for a few decades. Why did you contact me? Every few hundred years, I'll need someone to change a plug in my quantum processor You. The last hope for America, it's to change a plug. We didn't have time to finish everything. <laughs> Every few hundred years? I'm already in my thirties. Which is why you have a cryogenic pod waiting for you. No, I'm not getting in one of those things, man. That or die. And what about my mother? You don't have to get in it now. In fact, we recommend a healthy regimen. Lose that weight. Learn a trade at one of our stations. This sounds like a personal hell. All the world's technology at your disposal. Games, television. A fully stocked botanical garden for the cats. How big is this place? You can measure it in miles. I don't understand. When was this built? Since the 60s. Did you really think defense spending went to military only? This is heavy. It should be quite light in here. She'll do it. The driver looked up and saw her mother. A few cats following her, some just wandering around exploring everything they saw. She realized they weren't the last hope for humanity. She was a janitor for the last hope. It uh, sure beats burning on the surface, doesn't it? When you put it like that... The driver woke up 300 years later to an alarm ringing. Her body ached. It always did when she left the cryogenic capsule. Stretching. God, she felt thirsty. We have a situation. The driver ignored the alarm and walked over to the fridge, opening up a bottle of water and letting the cold relief wash over her, before glancing up at the little robotic eye. That needs to be fixed now. Another spark plug? Ha ha ha. Very funny. The cats. Evolved. What are you talking about? I thought by introducing a few of the cats with a mutagen, I could create a race of animals to handle small tasks besides catch mice. We have mice? Focus. The mutagen evolved them in size. That sounded big. Aren't you getting astute? How big are we talking? You might want to go into the armory. Why is it every time I wake up, there's some crisis? I get bored. What else is new? The Beginning of the End was written and directed by Justin Morton, produced by Sasha Bloor, edited by Geraldo, Justin Morton and Sasha Bloor, with music and sound effects from Epidemic Sound, starring EVH, Alex Tricamo, Gary Scales, and narrated by me, Sasha Bloor. 
If you enjoyed the show, you can help support our production by following us on Twitter at The Radioverse or becoming a Patreon where you'll receive exclusive benefits such as free merchandise and early access to episodes at www.patreon.com slash The Radioverse. Thanks for listening.